Hello and welcome to the Black Parade. Welcome to Shuffling Notes, where we discuss all things music. I'm your co-host, Prankit. And I'm your co-host, Razi. And today we will be discussing an album by the band called My Chemical Romance. So this band, I don't know how familiar you are with them, Razi. I think you might have just heard some of their songs. Um, yeah, I have. Have you heard much of them? Uh, not much of them. Uh, probably two songs from this album. I <laughs> Like you mean prior to yeah. you listening <laughs> for this video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you just said two songs that... for today. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, it's but I didn't. I never knew the names. I I yeah. never knew they were by My Chemical Romance. I had just I heard see, them I see. Yeah. probably with you so, and a few other places. Yeah, I, well, I remember they were very popular in the UK, uh, especially around when this album came out. Probably before mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so, you know, just starting off, right? This 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 band was formed by uh, uh, the frontman Gerard Way. Uh, he saw so it, this was after the September 11 attacks. I think he felt quite affected by them, um, and he said that like he always wanted to do music, as in like secretly he always wanted to do music. And I think the September 11 attacks sort of affected him in a way that he just thought he needs to go out there and do this. Um, so he formed the band with the drummer Matt at the time. Interestingly, Gerard Way he's also the creator of uh, I think you must have heard of this, the Umbrella Academy comics yeah. for the dark horse yeah. yeah dark horse comics um so yeah he also wrote that comic book so he's quite a creative um and he's got like mm-hmm. a very particular sort of point of view about things um so yeah and this album the black parade is their third studio album which came out in 2006 so it's this album itself it's been described as a, a rock opera uh, in a sense about a patient's journey like through mm-hmm. going through cancer um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of parallels people have made of like what, because, you know, there's no exact meaning of, of like no one's actually laid out what all the songs mean in that larger story officially. It's all very much like the fans piecing it together in the sense of this is what this is about. This is the point, you know, and there's some the interviews from the band members. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're shuffling lots on a large scale. Um, but, you know, I think for me at least the album or or for today for the purpose of discussing it today i'll try not to stick to that rock opera storyline too much um because i think some of the songs have more to say than just that patient's journey it's called the patient uh in that story so i mean we might make references to it i might allude to it but i'd like to analyze the songs as you know as they are and and what they may be about um and, you know, yes, the name My Chemical Romance, in case you're wondering, it comes off a book called uh, Ecstasy, Three Tales of Chemical Romance. Um, it's just something that, like, the bass guitarist, he, he used to work at, like, Barnes and Nobles. Um, he saw this book and that name caught his eye. And so they went with the name My Chemical Romance, um, you know, just interestingly. And uh, part of this album, you know, the Black, the Black Parade, it, it is like a dark album. <laughs> You know, it's, there might be some <laughs> like songs in there that might lean positive, but overall, Talk, talking about uh, talking about it being a dark album, it starts with the end, which <laughs> exactly. is well. I mean, I would say that that's one of my favorite titles of a song. Uh, which the end. We get to, but it's the end. Full stop. If <laughs> on, on yeah, the thing, right? <laughs> that, and, and, that too. Yeah, and I think part of the reason it's like, the song is like this. So part of the song, I know that some of the tracks they sampled on like a tour bus while they were mm-hmm. on a tour bus uh, and they had some recording equipment. But a large part of this album is written while they were staying in like this like really uh, infamous haunted house known as Paramore. Mm-hmm. And their, their experiences, they've described like doors opening, shutting and nightmares and all, all types of things they have influenced some of the tracks. I'll get to it when we get to the track. Uh, right. But they, yeah, they, they wrote it in this haunted house. It's, it's been, there's been a lot of like stories connected to the Black Parade that it's cursed. You know, some of the band members, they got quite injured recording one of the music videos. I think it was the famous Last Words music video. Um, and, you know, at some point the band had decided this would be their last album in a sense. And 
you know, it started almost turning out like that. Uh, but then they did a, a, a concert called uh, The Black Parade is Dead in Mexico City. And they officially like ended because they had formed this alter ego called The Black Parade. So when they yeah. used to perform, they used to dress up as The Black Parade and enact the whole thing. And it was quite crazy. Um, and then they officially yeah. killed those people <laughs> in this <laughs> concert. The Black Parade is Dead. So there's a lot of um, sort of like occultish like uh, yeah, overtones I mean, uh, in terms of uh, the... I mean, the the way you... I, I did read... I never understood because I didn't go deep into it. But uh, yeah. I did read people writing about or personifying Black Parade in a way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. And that's, that's actually yeah, very yeah. interesting. Like, carrying out a... Like, carrying a theater kind of production to a music album to... To a stage. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean both, Gerard both Way is yeah. quite creative, but all the band members as well, they're, they're really into it. I don't know if you've seen any of the music videos, but they, they always go all out. And uh, the, I think it's famous last words, the one where they got injured. But if you watch the music video as well, they're just like, like completely out of it. There's like, the, a part of it is like you can see like the guy like just screaming in pain. And apparently that was like real pain. And there's like a drummer playing with like fire around him and apparently he was like actually burning while playing the drums where he kept going. So there's like a lot of uh, craziness surrounding it as wow. you'd imagine like from the songs. Um, oh, that's, but that's I suppose crazy. like, yeah, yeah. So I suppose let's just jump into it, right? With, with yeah. the tracks. So the first track, as you said, is called The End, full stop. <laughs> And it really begins with like that, you know, that machine beeping, um, and then you've got like that guitar and, and piano. And I think musically, one thing for me, like the end, it starts off with this sort of, you know, sound effects, but it has this very like grand musical feeling to it. Um, in fact, like, I don't know if you noticed this, there's the, especially like as the song starts off and then you break into this, like this large musical interlude sort of thing. Um, and it's very reminiscent of uh, the uh, Pink Floyd song it's from the album The Wolf um, it's the in the flesh like as a question mark and, like yeah. now that I mention it if you go back and listen to in the flesh and you listen to the end especially that like musical part it, it is there, there there is a similarity there and I only I only came across this yeah I only came across this later because initially when I heard it I was like okay great um, and then I was like reading something or talking to someone and they mentioned it and then I looked at it and I was like comparing and I was like oh yeah it does and they have said like Pink Floyd was one of the inspirations uh, behind like m musically behind behind this album some of the things that they've done um, in the album mm -hmm. but yeah what, what were your sort of impressions of, of the end uh, um, so th again this I don't know the songs that I had heard before were from this album itself and I didn't know what sort of a... Firstly, I didn't know the songs were in this album. Then I didn't know what zone is this album because I didn't remember any of it. Like, I, I've heard kind of went My, my Chemical blind. Romance, like, here and there. But then it started off with the beeping, then uh, with the with the strumming. And it sounded like it's going to, um, you know, it's going through a phase... Or, or, or phases of songs because in the end itself it's uh it's i think first it's just vocals like a solo guitar thing and then then they jump into their uh punk yeah. music sort of and uh, yeah. i think uh, i mean musically i i won't be able to define it much because I'm not very well versed with this uh punk yeah. rock or however yeah. what's the genre for this for my chemical rock. I mean, it's rock. It's it's like scream music, rock, emo music, you could call it. It's, emo it's, music, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very much a combination. But I would say this album, The Black Parade, kind of stands out a bit more because it's uh, it's not just that. I think there's songs that go beyond. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to it. But also, The End is a good example where it is... It's... It is a sort of a combination of different genres in a sense they've kind of made it their own. Um, you know, taken what would be like classically more like, you know, Scream, Screamo, I think it's called. Um, 
uh, and really just made it their own type of flavor. I I mean, for the end, it was um, like, again, I, I jumped into the lyrics because uh, the music was, it's overwhelming for me. <laughs> Let's just put it yeah. like that. And um, yeah. the lyrics is just like, it, it's defining a funeral mm-hmm. procession, the, the, the steps of a funeral procession. Yeah, right. yeah. And right. well, yeah. in a way, I feel like it, it's almost there's that, but there's also like an introduction to the album because like you have that part going on, and then it's like the lyrics are like, "Now come, now come, come all to this uh, tragic affair. Wipe off that makeup. What's in it? Dispersed. So yeah. throw on the black dress. Mix in the lot. Right. Uh, but it's like welcoming you to like come join us in this. But you got to put mm-hmm. on all that. You know, like you got to put on that black dress they're like welcoming you to join this journey of an album uh, but they they're also asking you to do it in their way uh, and it's like you know you've got front row seats to the uh, penitence ball so like it, it's very much an introduction um apart from yeah. just being the song that it is but it's like then, welcome to my despair welcome to my mis- misery now have another you know, have a good 50 minutes or whatever <laughs> exactly hey yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's the music I'm talking about, which is like a little bit like "In the Flesh" by Pink Floyd. Okay. You gotta listen uh, it side by side, and you'll see what I mean. It, uh, there's definitely a similarity there. <laughs> yeah, but I think a great, a great way to like introduce it, and you, I think, at some level, like if I guess if you don't know that it's sort of like a rock opera, that's fine. But also, I think if you're aware of the theatricalness of all of this mm-hmm. there's like kind of a fun to be had with all the tracks even though they're so dark because it's almost yeah. like they're putting on a play i mean right, like, like that's dark... what i said right it's yeah. theater theater mixed with yeah. music yeah exactly a band a yeah. band's theater i don't know yeah yeah so i've, I've noted this to this uh, one uh, where he says it's well, in a way, it's sort of self-loathing. Uh, you might wake up and notice you're someone you're not. Yeah, if you look in the yeah. mirror and don't like what you see, you can find out firsthand what it's like to be me. So it's, yeah. I mean, it's sort of, uh, uh, I mean, you know, that he's saying that I'm going through great pain, probably. Yeah. But if you just focus on the line, which is, um, you might wake up and notice you're someone you're not. It's if you think of it philosophically. It, I mean, I really stared into that zone because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we go deep into it later on as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, like, it's a part of a lot of uh, a good songs that we've heard of, who which talk about you know um, you losing yourself to be someone you're not. Yeah. Or you lose yourself. Uh, you put on a mask to, to uh, you know, for glory or for any other thing. But yeah, you're like you're this, living two lives in a sense, right? There's like a pretend. You lose life yourself. Almost. I mean, your yeah. your true self. You lose yeah. for yeah. a few, um, uh, you know, acknowledgements, probably. Yeah, something or like, like fitting that. in or whatever yeah. that reason is. And no, that, that's very true. And I think that's a lot of the audience, the way they connect to, to some of this music is, is through that. At least even for me at that point, right? It was through that feeling of uh, not fitting in in a certain sense. Um, and, and you find like, here are these guys like inviting you to join them on the same journey that you're going through in a, in a, in a weird sense, um, which is, I think, what the, the end achieves. But and, it's just... uh, with you know uh, him serving his resignation, his resignation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't that like a little? It's also going towards a little suicidal. I mean, maybe I'm mm-hmm. just overthinking this, but uh, because he yeah. says it quite uh, blatantly that you know yeah. I'm serving my registration. Well, the words uh, are there, right? Like, if you are someone who's gone through that, you will pick up on that. For example. Yeah. Right, the words, like all these little elements are are there. Um, And I'm just going to say like the way to start the album of a track called The End is just because, you know, it is a a bit about death and and the afterlife and this and that. So it's 
I think it's quite quite a unique way to start it off. Yeah. So uh, just bringing in a, a bit of uh, Urdu poetry into this. It's uh, yeah. So I just have these four lines written with me, but so Urdu poetry. Uh, so there's this there's a section called Sheer and there's a section called Ghazals, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, in a large uh, perspective, ghazals are a combination of shares mm-hmm. put together to form a story of an entire... And it sort of um, uh, multiplies the meaning of this of that one share, which is like a two-line or three-line sort of thing, um, you know, poetry. And here as well, if you look at it, so... Uh, since we just spoke about this, like you might wake up and notice you're someone you're not, is one share, and then if you look in the mirror and don't like what you see, yeah. you're fine for it. So that's like ah, that's I see what you share. mean. Yeah. So like you know, it's yeah. it's forming a ghazal uh, yeah. in my head as well, being very very yeah, poetic, yeah. Razi. Yeah. Very Thank deep. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, yeah. that that's that's true. Yeah. So and so from this song, then we get to the second song, which is also a very interesting title. Dead. With an exclamation mark. Dead. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it, if you're listening to it without looking at like the track list, it just like seamlessly follows on. Um, from the first track, right, with that like machine, like the machine, like mm-hmm. fat, flatlining, yeah. and then it just like carries on uh, instantly into dead, which makes sense because the because mach- it flatlined. Well, the person flatlined <laughs> in in that song, um, and yeah, I mean, it, you know, this song is sort of you know lyrically sort of about like regrets, insecurities, and I think you know, like I said, alluding to that uh, rock opera patient scenario, it's like you're on your deathbed in a sense, but you have like these regrets. Um, You know, no one really liked you. There's like lines around that, you know, you never fell in love. Um, It's it's like you you haven't really lived the life and now you're dying, so you don't get what the point of life was and you're like sour about it. It's, It's a very very negative spin on things but i think in general that's what this a lot of this album is in a, in a i way mean the way. the album is anyway telling a story of a patient as uh it's been yeah good. and i think as we uh um you know go deeper into it uh, further down the track list um it talks about the philosophy of death like mm-hmm. you know uh, sections of it parts of it phases of death and the afterlife the point of death the reason for it and Mm -hmm. what's happening to your loved ones after it like it sort of Mm -hmm. combines all of that and um so i have this another one line of this uh which is um wouldn't it be great dead i think it's i mean it's like a. It's. I think it's from the patient's perspective, right? So this, yeah, there's there's a part of the song that he sings like the doctor, like as the yeah. doctor, like yeah. declaring that the patient's got like two weeks to live, mm-hmm. and then you also have then the pa- The most of the song I think is from the patient's perspective, like you're the person receiving the news, um, mm-hmm. that you've got two weeks to live. So yeah, I mean. That 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 switch is difficult to notice. With uh, I yeah, mean, at yeah, least yeah. for me, it was. Uh, but yeah, he does like yeah. a weird voice thing though when when he's singing as a doctor. Like the, there is like a slight change, but it's. I mean, that's that's how I could guess, subtle, yeah. but then I didn't know if that's that yeah, was yeah. the case. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and and it's got an like excellent guitar solo towards the end. And uh, so again, it. Uh, from from the patient's perspective, being dead is great. So it's it's again a little suicidal that way. If, if I'm yeah, no, definitely. The it's it's 
Yeah. It's like the life that the person lived wasn't really, and I think we'll get more to it with with some of the tracks later on. Mm-hmm. But it was it was kind of empty, and so the, the, in a way, in a weird way, they have so many regrets and, and things. They're almost like welcoming this this bad news um, that they've got two weeks to live. I think there's a little bit of that in that with all the regrets and everything, right? Mm-hmm. True. Right. And then from dead, uh, the next track we get to is "This Is How I Disappear." Like revisiting memories, right? Um, a little bit. Firstly, I want to just point out that intro uh, music sound is very. It feels very like ritualistic. Um, like there's some sort of like ritual going on to like raise the dead type type sort of thing, which I feel like it ties into what you were saying, like like revisiting as a ghost almost, like reaching out from the afterlife. Or maybe, or maybe revisiting memories. Where you won't be, because that's how. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Without you is how I disappear. Yeah. <laughs> a little, a little heartbreaking, <laughs> but it, it just seems like there's again on that deathbed. You know, there's there's a regret to do with uh, relationships and and love and and all of that. Right, and, and I think musically as well, there's quite a lot happening with like the guitars and the drumming. The the song, some of the songs are quite unique musically, um, but thematically they just seem to be very much about this obsession with death almost. <laughs> yeah. Right, and but in a very negative way as well, not in like a positive way, but it, it's very much like the life I lived sucked, death sucks, everything sucks. But they really like. Hone in I on guess, it lyrically, thematically. I guess that's that's the genre because um, I'm all about well, I'm I'm, I'm all about death. <laughs> hey. Well, I'm uh, I'm pro death, but uh, pro in a, death. Okay. I mean, in a uh, you know, I yeah, mm-hmm. in a different or a different poetic manner because again, so this genre would be punk rock but i'm talking about well, more emo but yeah 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 emo emo rock i mean mm. it's, uh, it's yeah yeah that so screamo yeah i mean i'm just a little poetic about it like it's it making it beautiful making it sound something that you would accept probably um but yeah no yeah, this, this they this, they this album really is very I mean, much it's very straight I, harsh like it's to the not the nice parts, you know, like it, it's very much, uh, it's not, it's not like sugar wrapping it or something, you know, like sugar coating it. Um, it's, it's very much just like everything sucks, you know, sort of, Yeah. especially around this and, and the journey that, that this patient's on. But I think, you know, there's, there's a track later on, I, I, we'll get to it when we get to it, but it's just, I think for me, it brings things a little full circle in terms of why some of the songs or the perspective is like this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the next track uh, that we get to is The Sharpest Lives. So uh, in that name, I think lives is used like knives, you know, like sharp knives. Uh, but here, like the analogy sort of being like the sharper the life, like the more edgy it is, like you've lived it to the extreme sort of. And it kind of talks about that, like like this song specifically, it's like this elements of like a toxic sort of relationship, but it's very much like that you've it done also, everything to the extreme in a negative way again. And also talking about uh, the patient coming face to face with death for the first time, I think, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and then... Uh, and then losing someone close or uh, which could be a friend or a lover or yeah. family, anyone. Yeah. And um, yeah. That's yeah. I, the, the, you know, there's like these whispers in, in this song, like that they almost like whisper in your ear. If you're listening from the headphones, I think it's like really effective. Like it really just puts you in that zone um, with this song, I think. So this song I had heard really before. Cool this is one of the voice. songs I had heard ah. before. Interesting, yeah, because the sharpest lies. I don't know if that was like one of the big songs off this album, but interesting that this is one of the ones you've heard it heard before. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the tune is what I could catch on to that yeah. I've heard yeah. And then from the sharpest lives, I think for me at least we get to like the star of the show. Welcome to the Black Parade. So this this is uh, uh, you know this is like the song, the track that really got me into my Chemical Romance. Um, you know, it's probably like my favorite track of the album. I have a couple that I really like, um, and I think when I, when I first heard this. It was quite popular at the time it came out, and the music video, the MTV those days, it was all over MTV. Um, but I just, I don't know, I just really feel connected to it, to this song, um, and it's like the this imagery that they draw of like this black parade that he's attending as a boy, and then there's like this message about loss and and like carrying on, and like, so so Gerard he he said that like. in his like philosophy if you like he believes that like when when people die uh, they're greeted by their fondest memories and so mm-hmm. like in this case in this like rock opera the patient's fondest memory is him like his father taking taking him to this uh, uh, parade so mm-hmm. that's why that's what he's seeing like you know when i was a young boy uh, yeah. and he and he sings that part right and but then there's also an element of it which is just about like you know carry on like we carry on sort of the legacy and the memory so like there is it's one of the things where there rare things in this album where there is a more of a positive spin to it in the sense that even after death like we carry on the legacy their memory um and you know part of it is about like dealing with that loss so i i feel like thematically it's quite rich but then also musically it's like two different songs you know like completely different that intro outro with like the marching beating and then that rock uh, which is a majority of the song when it like breaks into that electric guitar and everything i don't know for me it just really captures me um and puts me in the middle of the music one of those like rare tracks i mean it carries a lot of messages uh Of, yeah. of losing someone close or parent mm-hmm. in this case specifically a father in this case and uh, mourning and you know how uh, you know how you feel that the world might end because someone died but it won't like it's got that motivational speech it's got the element of yeah, loss very element of mourning it, yeah and you yeah. know it's just a mix of all of it together and um as you mentioned uh, like uh, how how the gerard uh, looks at when when you're dying or when you're going to die it's it's the fondest memories you revisit so he's sort yeah. of revisiting this uh, yeah uh, time with yeah. his father well i don't know if you've seen the music video it's very interesting you got the patient dying and then like literally the black parade comes to take him it's like death oh, okay. visits him to take him but it takes the form of the black parade which is like mm. my chemical romance performing yeah. on and this black parade coming um um to take him it's an interesting music video it's definitely of its time it's got that 2000s punk vibe mm-hmm. to it where everything is like shot on a set with like these overly like death imagery and Simple and everything plan. right yeah Simple a little plan. bit right <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but I mean the sound and everything the music it just it just feels so iconic in this song mm-hmm. to me like I've always felt musically with the piano intro then you got like the marching band then you got that rock and like that rock punk rock music emo whatever you want to call it and then it switches back so musically I don't know it's always quite captivate captivated me that it's like a song that's more than just a song it's a performance it is Right. I mean, I, I, uh, so I had heard "Black Welcome to the Black Parade" also. Uh, this is the one before, I had heard yeah. many times before. I think it yeah. was already the, in my. Yeah. It was already on my library, so it's probably <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of you. And uh, yeah, yeah it, uh, it did, it did have a different feeling from the rest of the songs. The yeah. rest of the songs just feel like an. addition to a story while this mm-hmm. is the crunch probably 
yeah for me this is like the core there's like a couple others that just like for me elevate the album a little bit as well but yeah welcome to the black parade for me is like the like what's ground like the anchor mm-hmm. of the album and i think it's aptly named like welcome to the black parade and the album is called the black parade yeah. so it, it's like the anchor of that album like you know in, in mm-hmm. a certain sense mm-hmm. and then we get to i don't love you so i guess this song again is sort of more about like a dysfunctional relationship i don't know if you've seen the music video it's a very interesting sort of music video about like i mean i i think the music video it captures what i feel like part of the sort of the song is about mm-hmm. in in the sense of like like the singer doesn't really feel like he deserves the partner that he has he's kind of like he he knows she's going to leave in a sense but you know like th- there's that element of like he, like he knows that she's going to leave him and he's like you know when you go would you even turn and say i don't love you like i did yesterday to me it, it's very much there's like that would you have the guts to and, say yeah <laughs> and, and there's very much that insecurity because of like you know as we covered previously like the regrets and all of this that this patient has going back to the rock opera part mm-hmm. um storyline it it's sort of a it's sort of a strange way of just being like he's got i mean that's why like when you think about it as a rock opera i feel like the order of the songs don't necessarily make sense cuz like if we're saying welcome to the black parade is him dying and him going him leaving this is like some sort of afterlife regret i suppose um <laughs> but it mainly just kind of feels like a breakup song right um, i mean the title gives it away for a breakup yeah. song but there's yeah. there's a part in the song which uh, he sings in a in a different voice which is uh, so mm-hmm. fix your eyes up uh, fix so fix your eyes and get up better get up while you can i think mm-hmm. uh, i mean it's it's a beautifully done part i don't want to comment on whether the voice is beautiful or not but it's beautifully done because it's got pain in it and yeah that sort of i mean it also defines the genre but it also yeah um, it it gives a sudden different feeling to yeah this, this flow of uh, music that you're listening to yeah no agreed agreed um yeah so then up from i don't love you we come to house of wolves and i guess this song is is it's it's a fast paced sort of you know melody that it's got but it's really just about penance i think it's 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 sort of like you're dead and you know you're going to hell right like like you're you're going to you you it's like contemplating heaven or you're going to burn in hell um, yeah i think i think it's like a uh, the the patient is uh, talking to a priest almost right yeah it and, does feel and, like that yeah you know uh, a priest is giving him blessings while he's like mocking you know death and telling the priest like you know i'm going to hell anyway <laughs> what do you what are you going to do essentially right yeah yeah there's this part where i really like it's like s i n i s i n <laughs> it's like sin i sin right but it's like and it fits so well like almost you know that yes i can't remember what it's called in english when you have the letters going forward and then backwards s i n i s but it just goes s i n i s um it's quite a lot of interesting musical stuff like there's like this cool guitar solo uh you know when he's like i'm a bad bad man and there's like this guitar <laughs> melody happening in the background um but it is again one of the more like negative like, like penance and regret and like um you know you've done wrong and you're yeah. like you know you're going to pay for it and you're going in with that mindset there's no like even you're not even thinking about like that anyone can forgive you or that you can rise above True. this you've just kind of accepted it you've accepted your demons True. no and then we get to cancer i think it's like a slight u turn musically i think with like going from like a fast paced sort of song to like 
that slow piano intro it has it's sort of more of like a like a solemn song with like the music and everything um but i've got this quote i think it's from gerard and it's like this isn't a poetic track it's a very direct and very brutal but that's the way the disease is you know like it's talking about cancer it's like it's a very direct and he's you know it's he says like obviously cancer is used as a metaphor as well in this song but very much the song is just i mean it's titled cancer um and i think it's it's just it just seems like a very dark solemn song again um but this musically is, it's more this is one yeah. of the songs where i mean as you said uh it takes a swing musically um, yeah it also i think this is the first song where he fears death yeah right yeah um uh, he's a uh, he's sad to leave everyone behind and um mm-hmm. he's just he's angry at being hopeless like weak and yeah. hopeless probably mm-hmm. uh, so that that way it's it's almost I mean, like like the different just, emotions or the conflicted feelings that the patient might be having as he's going through this process of probably. death in the sense of like you know there's regret there's emptiness and then there's fear and then there's hatred and anger and there's like all these and i think with this one it's a bit more solemn and like you know musically as well it's not aggressive it it's like you you're accepting defeat in the face of yeah. something else like but you're also angry musically. you're also angry at accepting defeat because you have to yeah yeah exactly but i do feel like you see a bit more like musical variety as well i think with cancer Uh, it's the last stage the other ones. yeah it's the last stage so <laughs> the last stage of cancer i don't yeah. know yeah. <laughs> yeah stage 4 yeah <laughs> um but yeah i mean i think it's it's it is very dark i think you know gerard he said like this is they wanted to try and write almost like like the darkest song ever in a sense um <laughs> is this and i it? think they did sort of achieve that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it's titled like cancer for one thing. So, <laughs> um, well, it's bad for then, zodiac yeah. signs like mine. So, hey, I mean. <laughs> didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get to Mama, and I think this is again one of for me one of the more outstanding outstanding songs. Um, you know, it starts off with like those war sounds, um, and it's like. I think lyrically it's almost like a soldier like writing a letter to his mom about like the things he's ashamed that he's done and at the same time he knows that his mother is like disowned him. So it is that negative like you know mama we're all gonna die. <laughs> so but, but there's a yeah. yeah. So that I mean that ahead. part that he's singing um mama we're gonna die and he sings it on repeat and that's yeah. like he's just happy to say it. but uh, it's like a sarcastic happiness so, like it, it's a weird he's happy but he's got happy sp- but he's like you, lost it the music has got a spanish tune to it which makes it well, like a, i think it's like you know, it's almost like, like classical like folk i would say like classical like um like folk eastern european music yeah. you know like that, that. like that that beginning at least in the beginning before it like transitions into like this complete rock Uh, which But, again i just feel like they're so good at that yeah also also when you mentioned that uh, you know the soldier uh, writing to his mother and yeah this is again i i see a reference to the wall mother in ah. the wall and yeah that is a good point and yeah. uh, roger waters that he actually sings like uh, yeah. mother are they going to drop the bomb Hey, yeah, I, that is a know, good point. There there could be some inspiration there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mama and that's mother and yeah. they're both they're both talking about how they're going to die at war. Yeah. Or you know that True. they are going to die. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And that is what it is. And yeah. I think, you know, like musically there's a, there's a few things like this track I think it just stands out so much to me cuz like I just think they've just overdone it in a in a crazy way like So you start off with like this, you know, you could say like this folk type Eastern European music. Um and then at like I I I written it down it's like at the 2 minute 39 second mark then you got this like folk and rock combined. 
Um, and then there's another transition at like two minute 55 seconds, which I think, again, it just like gets you by surprise. And it's like a very interesting, like musical interlude of sorts. And I don't know if you've noticed the beat and the rhythm, they change throughout the song. So like it starts off with a simple like, you know, like a one, two, one, two. Um, and then it like transitions into that rock, like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And it ends at like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Like, I don't know what the beats are called, but it's just like it's got, you know, it transitions quite a bit Um in, in you know, the rhythm and the beat I think it's at the 3 minute and 33 second mark Where it transitions in, into that like 3 beat uh, tone So I just think like musically They've just gone completely crazy They were just like let's have They had a it's, In a weird way it's like them having fun With the music and the lyrics While it's yeah. got that sarcastic sarcastic tone to it And it's still very dark um, But they were also having a lot of fun like musically yeah, makes sense. I mean, uh, with the again with the Spanish tune that I said, that's that's the part which I mean they're having fun telling their mother that they're gonna die. They're gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> it does have. I think it's this song that has a. It's got a. It's got a um, a guest singer in it. I can't remember her name, um, but she sings a couple of the lines in there. Um, but yeah, I just think it's 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 just so well done. Um, again, it's just like they could have just done another sort of rock song, but it's just them just trying to like just push the boundaries of mm-hmm. that genre that they're sort of bending, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, from Mama follows on to Sleep, and I think thematically it just sort of follows. Uh, I think Mama like there's. It starts with that creepy voiceover, like talking about night terrors, and I think there's like this aspect, you know, especially start, starting off with like that sound effect. But interestingly, this is one of the songs, I mean, Gerard said it's based on like when they were living in that haunted house, he was having mm-hmm. these nightmares every night and he would wake up from these nightmares. Um, and that has heavily influenced this song, Sleep. That's so, Which is why he, t- yeah. yeah. Talking about the haunted house, uh, so what goes with it is sleep paralysis ah yeah yeah so like you know the horrors of sleep paralysis and like a comparison of uh, i'm I'm well familiar and and... yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that exactly that (laughs) yeah but yeah so the the, it's just a comparison of you know the real life and the Mm -hmm. the terrifying feeling and because sleep paralysis, I'm, as you mentioned, I mean, you can define it better, but it, it just, you have no idea what to do. Like, you literally are just... Uh, yeah. Uh, Imagine oh, being in that shit. haunted house, like that infamous <laughs> exactly. haunted house, and you're just like, yeah. I mean, and I think there's, you know, I think, again, the song does sway towards, it's not just like, oh, I'm having these nightmares or whatever. But it sways towards that feeling of like, like he, like that the the singer or like the 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 patient, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. this character feeling like unredeemable, mm-hmm. um, in a sense, and like again, in a sense, in a weird way, welcoming this these nightmares because he just feels so like, uh, like again, guilty in a sense, but not guilty that he's done wrong, but owning up to it and just being like it's bad and I welcome it sort of. Yeah. True. Right. And then from sleep, we get to teenagers. No, when this album came out, I think teenagers might have been a bigger hit than Welcome to the Black Parade in terms of what I remember people listening to and being on the radio and MTV. Although Welcome to the Black Parade, I love it. Uh, I think teenagers resonated really well, at least like with people my age at the time. And. Uh, you know, Gerard yeah. has said like he he I think he was on like a like a subway in New York or something, and he saw all these teenagers sitting, and he kind of at that point when you realize like like crap I'm getting old, <laughs> and and he felt like he's like the parent figure in this like whole you know cart of train like teenagers being, yeah. and he kind of felt like he's becoming part of the problem like that older person telling kids like don't do this do that you know, um, which sort of inspired this piece that's I think partly about almost like teenage violence but partly it's because 
the pressure that teenagers feel of like conforming to social norms that like in the modern society these... yeah yeah it, it's it's not saying like teenagers are bad but it's saying that like, society is forcing all of this onto teenagers it's um, how it's, and the... it's how the society is acting on the teenagers rather than the other way around and, and causing them right and it's it's like this like they either rebel through like opposing the social norms like like darken your clothes um or pull a violent pose because it's like you either do it through like you know becoming again referring to i guess their sort of you could say following of that emo gothic sort of uh, uh you know dark clothes and all of that or mm-hmm. people turn towards violence um so it's one of the other right either you become the bully or you just become a my chemical romance fan <laughs> Well, you tell me. <laughs> and I was one. So, and I am one. So, I, you know, better than a bully. Uh, but there, 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 it is, there is that parallel there, right? Um, I, I feel, and, and it's just, I think, and the tune and everything is just great. You know, I, I, love, I love this song. It, it's, it's, everything is just, for me, this works pretty well. It's, but I it's think there's an, that message there. It's got an understanding of the teenage psyche. Yeah. Right? Very like, well. Uh, um, that they... People telling them they can and they can't do things, but... Mm-hmm. Th- that's when they want to. I mean, why can't I do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's that rebel that needs to be sort of... Uh, um, uh, treated right. Yeah, that's that's Agreed. I think what the song. It, it is. It is about like society is 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 forcing this in a sense for them to act like this. Yeah, like that's what he mentioned, right? Like he feels like he's becoming part of the problem now that he's older. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it's just great. It's it's a great track. Um, and then from teenagers, we get to another one of my favorites. Disenchanted And this starts off with like that guitar tune I I just love this track It's got this like It's you know it's like watching Like the the singer or the character How are we going to put it It's like watching their life flash In front Mm -hmm. of them in a sense right Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like And I think this is the track for me That puts other songs in this album in context Because Disenchanted, the way that they use the word disenchanted in that concept, it's like the opposite of nostalgia. Like when you're nostalgic about your past, you're remembering things that you liked and you're remembering like, oh, that was so fun or my high school days or my, you know, whatever it was. But in this song, the character or the singer, you know, they're just disenchanted from their life. Like they feel like they didn't do anything in their life. It was a waste. It was empty. Um, And I think Uh, that is... I've got like yeah. four four feelings that I've written. It's a sadness, yeah. pain, nostalgia, and acknowledgement. Very much on point of what I'm trying to say, <laughs> right? So, yeah. And I think it, it puts yeah it puts the other other tracks in context because I think it goes back to like why is that person so negative or that character, uh-huh. the patient, or whoever, right? It is because they don't feel like they've lived the life they were supposed to live, or or people be- let them believe that they would live. They've left this life they don't feel connected to and. All they have is regrets and anger mm-hmm. and hatred. They don't have any positive thing. It's yeah. not like, you know, they're, they're dying and they're thinking like, okay, at least I lived a full life or something. It's the opposite. It's that hollow shell of a feeling they're getting. Um, and the music, I don't know. I just love the music and, and, and the melody and everything. It's it's different from the rest of the tracks. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It just, it just very much captures like, captures you musically. Well put. That's that, that's well put. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and the name as well. Great, great title. Well, the name and, name yeah rather means the opposite of what you're saying, but well, no, in the sense of like what the song is about, right? Being disenchanted yeah. from life, being being like separated. Like, you know, it goes back to, you know, in the first track, like you wake up and you don't recognize yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. It's what this is, right? You, you've you kind of separated from what you think your life would have been or would True. should be. True. And I, and I think that's why I feel like this song sort of, for me at least, 
in a lot of ways like puts all these other songs into this context of like this is why the patient feels like that true if you want to go with that rock opera thing right and then we get to what was originally i suppose like the last track of the album famous last words um, this is again one of the standout songs for me i love this song and it was and i think this was another one of the big songs of the album might have been one of the singles um that was just playing everywhere and it's weird because if you one of the interviews i was reading about if you think about that analogy of the patient and that rock opera what gerard said was like at first i thought the patient died but the more i think about it the more i think he's not dead and maybe this is all in his head or maybe he can fight now i think he has a choice to live and and it goes back to like all these phases that the patient went through on his deathbed but yeah um but yeah i think you know it's 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 the the song itself if you just take it by itself it it's one of the songs of the album that i feel like again it's like strangely inspirational um cuz it feels like it's about carrying on and living even after losing someone now this could be losing someone as in like they pass away or it could be a breakup even um in certain sense but i just it, you know it feels like that a sequel to firstly to the welcome to the black parade like carry on um but i don't know it just it, it really does feel like uh uh inspiration in the sense that you're not afraid like yeah we went over all of this negative stuff if you think about it from the rock opera the patient's perspective all of these negative feelings that like he's going to die he's going to go in hell he's not he's afraid anymore to pay that's, for. that's what, yeah. but now he's like he wants to live yeah mm-hmm. he's not afraid to live anymore he wants to fight for it it he's found that strength in and in a weird sense see sense. you lying next to me as See you lying <laughs> next to me. I love that part. Words I thought I never see. It's just again musically I think it's very unique because it goes from that rock and it's got all these different layers to it. Um but yeah, it's it's one of my favorites again off the album. Which one is it? I mean, you literally <laughs> well, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this some of them would really just stand out to me. But I have heard this album a lot of times. Um mm-hmm. and you know, this song the the guitar oh yeah, the the guitar riff the is just when I when I when I got my first electric guitar, that was like one of the first things I got to playing because I was just like I always had it in my head I really want to play that that little riff <laughs> that's there. Um yeah, epic. <laughs> Feels epic. Um and you know funnily enough I've heard this album a lot of times back to back but I'd actually never heard the next track the hidden track blood and this Bonus was my first track, time probably. yeah this was the first time I'd heard it because even then I'd missed it the couple of times I was hearing this album because the song starts at the 1 minute 30 mark even in the track because I'm guessing originally on the disc on the CD and stuff there was probably just like a 1 minute 30 second gap and then the track mm-hmm. started so when they mm-hmm. put the track when they've digitized it they've there's still that 1 minute 30 second gap yeah and it's quite a short little song it, it reminds you of mama a little bit like they've got that fun funky like piano tune um but i i don't i mean i think it just feels like you know it's like uh uh he's like what well, give them blood it's you know and it's never enough give them blood blood but it, it's very much it just it, it, i mean it feels a little bit just like about like being a celebrity or something and like fans of paparazzi like or like fame, you know yeah. people Talk always more wanting fame. more yeah but at the same yeah. time if you listen to the song it just sounds like they're having a bunch of fun like they're just uh, being sarcastic yeah, i mean but they use the like singing, uh, whatever blood suckers for fans and uh, yeah and even though they don't in a weird that. sarcastic way i feel like they're like happy cuz in the song right he's like he's very much happy to give his blood away <laughs> but it's like a sarcastic way right you know like with endearment <laughs> that he's calling him blood suckers but in the end no matter what he does i mean that's that's how it ends like in the mat- in the end doesn't matter what he does it's it'll never be enough yeah right And I mean that and and it still sticks with that analogy with the patient and everything right the doctors and nurses they adore me uh, even though I'm I can't remember what the exact words are but it's like and and again you can take that fan analogy like the fans still love me 
um, but <laughs> it still sticks within that sort of setting, that hospital yeah. setting. Um, and it can be taken in that way as well. Like when you're in a hospital and people are taking care of you, it's like they love me, but why? Like I, you know, I'm not in a good state here. <laughs> and um, an awful fuck. Is yeah. What he says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the term. <laughs> But yeah, I think, you know, uh, I guess summing up overall, uh, I've heard a few of their albums, but for me, like the Black Parade stands out uh, particularly because of some of these tracks, right? Welcome to the Black Parade, uh, Mama, Teenagers, Disenchanted, Famous Last Words. I think they just, for me, like pushed that boundary a little bit because there was a lot of bands in this space at the time. Uh, But I feel like My Chemical Romance really made this sort of genre their own. And, and really pushed it in this album and you can see like they've given their everything like musically they're like it's got all of their energy and you know they were in a bloody haunted house for a while writing and and, and you know working on some of these tracks so it's there's a lot to it but you know what was your sort of overall impression like especially this not really being your sort of go-to type music generally speaking <laughs> My my first impression, you're asking, or just an overall... Just in general, like, or, or both, like, overall, you know, what... Uh, yeah, overall, it, uh, it, it was a, uh, well, I would say, poetically, it's, again, uh, uh, eye-opening for me, because <laughs> that's a perspective that we can look at. I mean, it's like, I, I, I will, I will quote, Jim Morrison (laughs) or I will quote Jim Morrison who quoted uh, Aldous Huxley who well it's also mentioned by William Blake uh, it's a story but it says when the doors of perception are cleansed man will see Uh as things are infinite so it's it's the same way it's uh, like uh, listening to the lyrics reading the kind of poetry and the way they recited their poetry um, it was you know that there is that part of life which exists and this is it I guess because yeah. it was it's not they're not sad about dying they're not sad about losing someone they they're in pain they're going through the phase like you are sort of seeing a POV point of view of yeah. the of yeah. the patient over here in mm-hmm. and in that song you also actually are listening to the patient so that kind yeah. of way i mean it it was something very new um yeah it was just a very new uh, experience because in comparison 30 seconds to mars also take poetry to a next step but these guys sort of death an interesting yeah. subject <laughs> yeah yeah to um a, a perspective the extreme which is, mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's sure there's an afterlife there's pain in death or the pain ends with death or however you want to take it but then there are phases to death is how i yeah. think it like, it is this, yeah this i think that's very, very interesting true. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and not always, you know, something easy to look at, in a sense. Yeah. Right? Not something uh, yeah. you can easily accept. No. Probably, yeah. Well, I think you summed it up perfectly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, you know, it's... When I first heard Welcome, Welcome to the Black Parade, you know, it really sort of influenced me. Um, and I got into all of this music. Uh, I think this album again for me stands out for more than one reason. Uh, but yeah, yeah, very, very much just about death and and stages of of death and theatrical at the same time. I I just I've never seen them. I, like I wish I had a chance to actually see them live, like in person, performing mm-hmm. um, as the Black Parade. But I guess you know that ship has sailed. So <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today, guys. And 
we will see you again in the next one. And remember, the Black Parade is dead. A fight club. Right. And, um, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, he he sort of, you know, has lost himself. And then he finds, uh, well, Brad Pitt. And then they start this fight club. And then he realizes there isn't a Brad Pitt. It's him. And he starts Look, off dude, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you're making sense. But can I tell you something? I haven't seen fight club. Oh shit! Oh, cancel, 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 cancel the show. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. No, I, I haven't seen Fight Club. But I'm, I'm sure what you're saying is is correct. Is is spot on. Okay, so I'll I'll I'll, I'll cut it out.